What's cracking, everybody? I'm Nathan Webb. And I'm his brother, Kyle Webb. And you're tuning in to Season 2 of our podcast, Two Brothers and a Review. Every Monday, Nate and I get together and we review movies. And for this season, it's specifically horror horror movies. movies. Don't forget, we'll have an occasional new release. That's right, I'm still trying to avoid the new Jackass movie. (laughs) We will provide you with researched facts, our opinions, and my personal favorite... Trope, there it is! So make sure you visit us every week at noon. Let's jump right into this episode. Let's do it. Alright, this is the second bonus episode of Season 2. We just left the theater. Mm -hmm. Hot off that... Antlers movie. <laughs> right out the fresh seats. <laughs> um, so, since it's a bonus episode, we're going to get right into it. There's no uh, This Week in Movie News. Um, so I'll hit them with the facts right off the bat. Man is real. And you found him. And you found him. Antlers is a 2021 supernatural horror film directed by Scott Cooper. It follows a school teacher and her police officer brother in a small Oregon town where they become convinced one of her students is harboring a supernatural creature. The leading roles are played by Carrie Russell, which is Felicity, if you ever watched that show, where she played Felicity, Jesse Plemons, and Jeremy T. Thomas. Uh, Jesse's been in a few movies. Jeremy T. Thomas is making his film debut as far as I know. He's done a few. That's the the one that plays the boy, Lucas. Yeah. He's been in some TV series, but uh, summary, we normally would read the back of the case, but it's a new release, people. There's no back of the case yet. Come on now. It is rated R with a runtime of 99 minutes. Uh, I'm not going to go any further into detail until we get to the opinion section, but uh, I'll leave it at that for now. A little little foreshadowing, (laughs) possibly. Uh, It being released today, there is no box office as of yet either. Uh, but it is projected to make $5 million in the opening weekend, or opening week. Um, I also couldn't find any budget for the movie. It's it's odd, but I looked at all my normal resources and a few other things. I, I just couldn't find a budget, so we're going to leave it at that. You know, I'm glad you did some of these, like you did the facts ahead of time, because I was actually wondering, like, if they filmed it where, like, in, Bal- in Oregon, Oregon or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, from what I've got here, the film was primarily shot in and around Hope, British Columbia, a town famous for standing in as another fictional Oregon town in 1982's action movie, First Blood. So Haven't seen it, but... Buster Shalom. Oh, well, there you go. See, you've seen it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I've seen it, but I know what it is. But. Yeah, uh, but I was definitely, I was wondering, like, uh, is that actually in Oregon? But there we go. Yes, sir. <laughs> um... The film is based on a story, The Quiet Boy, written by Nick and Tosca. You know how I am with names, probably slaughtered it, but it is based on a story, The Quiet Boy. Also, the uh, just noted, the film was originally scheduled to be released on April 17th, 2020, but was removed from release calendar due to COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. Stupid COVID. Um, It was rescheduled for February 19th of 2021 before being removed from release calendar again. And it's finally, finally debuted today. Of course. Um, I almost said April. October 29th. Um, Jesse Plemons. So I said he's been in a few other movies. I can't think of the name off the top of my head, um, unfortunately. But 
This is the third time that he has played a sheriff in a movie that he's... <laughs> um, he previously... Oh, here we go. I have it noted. Good thing I have it noted. Here we go. He previously played a sheriff in 2017's American Maid, and then 2018's Game Night. That's what I recognize him from, Game Night. Okay. But yeah, he's uh, being typecast as a sheriff for some reason. <laughs> All right, getting into spoiler territory here, um, but... The whole review is a spoiler, right? So, yeah, so. The, the film features a Wendigo, which is a cannibalistic creature of Native American folklore. A Wendigo is also featured in another movie we have reviewed, Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Oh, yeah. It was largely unseen and lurks in the background, influencing the character's actions. But, so, again, case of six degrees of separations <laughs> for two bros in a review here with the Wendigo. Yeah. Um your wife, we discussed it a little bit, because me me and you, your wife and my wife all went to movies together, obviously, on the ride home. We yeah. discussed it a little bit. She seems to know a little bit about um, the, the Wendigo. The Wendigo. So, so, I guess sometimes it's a bunny, sometimes it's something uh, else, but it coyote. always has a coyote, but it always has antlers. So, mm. All right. Well, that is all I have for facts. New release. Not too much to, uh, to get into. <laughs> to get yeah. into. Wanted to provide a little something, something. So we are under five minutes for the facts. Let's get into what the people really want. Opinions. That's a matter of opinion, and I don't give a fuck about yours. All right, so the 99 minutes, what I was talking about, I'm going to just be the first one to like, kind of jump off on this, this podcast for the opinions this week. Uh, I think that it could have been... Release as a short film because <laughs> that's, that's okay. I mean I think it was like an hour into the movie until like some serious action happened. It just it it took a little long to get where where I was interested. Like I I ain't gonna lie, I almost fell asleep. But if I didn't have to pee, I probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I agree. I definitely agree, and I know Brittany agrees because yeah. when I asked her, that's what she said. Um, it was slow. It took a very long to pick up. Like you said, it was an hour, because I, I know this for a fact. I looked at my clock or my phone to see what time it was, and we were there for at least an hour, if not a little bit longer, before any real action picked, picked up. Yeah. That's because they were trying to build the backstory and give the character some some purpose and character development and whatnot. Uh, it could have been sped up. I completely agree with that. Um, it's very similar to... A movie that we reviewed early on it was actually the second movie we reviewed. If you if you recall, we we complained about the the long opening mm. and how it seemed like it took forever till it finally picked up. You know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Yeah. Um, completely different type of movies here, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It, I, I agree. It was definitely slow. It definitely could have. I don't know about turning it into a, a short film. I I, <laughs> I think that they might have just cut off some of the the drawn out story building I, I hate to say cut out the story building but you know what i mean and they, add some more more of the actual creature killing yeah. people they could i mean they could have did some story building while giving us some kind of action uh like i mean even the the scene where the bully like pushes up against him like they just stop it there they don't show him actually getting beat up or anything and they just show him in the in the office next it's like you know, you could have done some backstory, like, 
for that section if you wanted to, but it was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, that's just how I felt. Like, oh, you know. I, I understand. I, like I said, I, I completely agree. I wouldn't say that it's a complete flop. Uh, knowing that it is like a folklore, uh, like it's the, uh, that creature, you know, like. The if, Wendigo? Yeah, the Wendigo, uh, you know, knowing that there's like more, there's actually like, like, you know, myths about it and stuff. That, you know, real life myths. This yeah. isn't just something somebody created for a movie. Yeah, it's it adds a little more, like, ooh, that's interesting, kind of a factor yeah. to it, you know. But so. you you knew nothing about the Wendigo heading in. No, I didn't. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I didn't know that it was <coughs> it was the part of Pet Cemetery, but after you said that, I could I remember seeing like when they posted like they had like some kind of thing to for and I was like, oh. I don't I don't think we mentioned it in the Pet Cemetery, so. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Wendigo is the first time it's this this movie is the first time the Wendigo has spoke of, but we have already reviewed a movie. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but I mean I don't know. It's I, I get what you're saying. It, I I don't know how they could have sped it up. I get what you're saying. <clears throat> I it's a struggle for me because I'm I'm the same. I was sitting there, I'm like, man, is something gonna happen? Like Okay, let's let's get into this. The whole situation with um, oh, what's her name in the movie? I want to call her Felicity. That's not her name. Well, oh, the teacher. Oh, the lead, yeah. What is her name in this movie? Well, I don't remember. Right. Some bitch. Okay, well, we're I'm just gonna say the lead actress. Mm-hmm. The lead actress. It has this whole backstory with her and her father, which I get. They're trying to relate why she, why she understands abuse and can see the signs mm-hmm. of abuse and all of that. But there's even a scene where he's curled up on the bed, looks to be naked and yes. coddling. What even happened there? I don't know. I mean, that that had no place in this film. I, no. I can't understand that at all. I, I was thinking that they were going to show more into detail. Yeah, me that, too. And then they Never just did. cut it out. And I was just like, okay, there's like, what the fuck? Like, they could have left that out and kept the part where they had her under the stairs you know, and I think the whole scene with her looking at the piano and him like, oh, I can get rid of it if you want. They could have took that out. Yeah. So part where she was playing the piano, like, that made sense. Uh, it didn't make sense. The piano never made sense to me. Like, I like was he making her play the piano while he, like, raped her or I, something? <laughs> that's the, I don't know about raping, but that's the feeling that I got, like, later in the movie when she's playing and she starts envisioning her father touching on her while she's playing. Yeah. I'm assuming that that... That, and that's why he asked if he wanted to take the piano out because yeah. he knew that something happened with her there. But those are the things that they weren't. I I know like this. Like I said, this is hard for me because I understand what they were trying to do and I get it. Yeah. That's. I mean, my mind works that way too. Is like trying to provide a backstory. And if this had no backstory whatsoever, me and you'd be sitting here saying the exact same thing like mm-hmm. that. Made no fucking sense. Give me some backstory. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. Very so, true. So I, I I understand, but at the same time, it's it was too much. Like that didn't need to be shown. Like and let okay, I'm jumping way the fucking end here. We know there's a sequel, or at least they're planning to have a sequel because mm-hmm. the very last scene where oh that's that's a fucking yeah. trope. It, it, there's a yeah. sequel coming up. <laughs> um, but. Maybe that stuff that we're talking about now is going to have more of an understanding in the second one. Yeah. That's the only explanation I have. Otherwise, that stuff just didn't need to be there. 
like there's one scene where she mentioned like when they're arguing the, the um, two lead characters, the sheriff and oh, yeah. sister, and she says, "Did he break your arm in two places? In yeah. Two places? Did he make you sleep under the kitchen or whatever it was?" And then he says, "You don't know what she, he did to me." Mm-hmm. That was fine. That's all they needed. Mm-hmm. Like I would have. Oh, she had her arm broken by her dad. Mm-hmm. She understands abuse. She's I. Yeah, exactly. They could have looked at that and got rid of like twenty minutes of this other stuff. I mean, they could have even had the other stuff in there. If they just would have added, maybe like showing the dad up in the attic more or something. You know what I mean? Like or like getting to the the guy that was teaching them about the Wendigo. You know, the former sheriff. Yeah. Yes. If the, if they would have done that earlier in the movie, and then we could, we could have seen like the the character build a little earlier. Like it's like. It was like as soon as they found out about that, that's when shit popped off. Yeah. Like it was like the last half hour of the movie was just yep. like, like fuck yeah, this is what we're here for. This, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> right. I, I like the, uh, it, it was good. Like the the graphics and everything was really cool. I like how like how they did a lot of the stuff. Cimit- uh, the cinematography was great. Yes. Especially like the wide shots and and panning up into the yeah that was great sorry i didn't yeah. cut you off no it was just that's what i was gonna say like you know like all that was really good it was just that like building the build-up it yeah. was just like shh. if nothing would have happened though that would have been a flop like I oh been, yeah <laughs> i would have still been waiting for a nut kind of thing you know like <laughs> i don't know if i would have played hard that long <laughs> but it was just like uh, i don't know and you know, it's a it's a trope, like the lady going into the house. Yes. You know, like you see blood all over the wall, and you keep going. You hear sounds. Yeah. That you shouldn't be hearing. Something's like, making you gag, and you're still like, no, shit! The, I can't go in the bathroom until somebody pooped. The, you know what I mean? Like I gotta wait. <laughs> I gotta give it some time. Like the the first lady absolutely had the right mm-hmm. idea when like I wish I would remember her name. The final girl. <laughs> like technically, um, but because. She went to the house first, and she knocked on the door, and the door's slightly open. And all th- I think all of us, I know me, you, and Erica, I, I'm not sure if we're doing on the other side, but I know me, you, and Erica were like, oh, what the, f- no, yeah. a trope. <laughs> yeah. But she turned around. So she killed, that's anti-trope right there. She she turned around. That doesn't normally happen. Normally motherfuckers go in. Yeah. But then the lady comes, the principal or social worker, whatever that, that lady was supposed to be, she comes later and... Yeah. Doors open and she goes in. Like, welcome, welcome, just welcome yourself on in. I guess. No, no, get the fuck out of there. Well, that's the thing. Like, she actually opened the door. The first girl, the door opened by itself. Oh, did the, yeah. the other one actually open it? Okay. Yeah, she opened then, the door and walked through the house. Was gagging. Takes like there's a door with seven locks on it, and you take every lock off and, and go keep, in and go in and then see blood. Yeah. That's where you fucking stop. I mean, it's a trope, but Jesus. But, like, that was, you know, the build-up. They were, like, uh, yeah, you know, this is a spoiler. This is a podcast where we talk about a movie that just got released. So this is, a, you're you're coming here to listen to a spoiler anyways. <laughs> but they say, like, that, you know, the creature becomes the creature once it feeds on flesh, human flesh, the first time. Mm-hmm. So after, that's that's what happened was they needed her to go up there anyways. They needed somebody to go up there and for the dude to feast on the human flesh, so that way the creature can come out of his body. But he fe- he already had feasted on human flesh before, because in the very beginning of the movie, 
the the dad and the other guy are cooking meth in the mm-hmm. mine or whatever. And the dad gets infested by the guy, but the other guy, his body later shows up in the woods. That's his body in the woods, so he's already, they've yeah. already feasted on the Well, the human. whatever the host, the previous host, fed on him. Uh, that's that's okay. what I I mean I that's what I saying. gather okay. I, I gather that like I feel like the dad is the new host and once he feeds yeah um, I got you okay you know, that makes so. sense that makes sense and, and while we're talking about things that make sense I gotta I gotta give your wife a shout out because <laughs> she uh she uh, uh she clarifies some things she clarified a few things for me one the beginning of the movie for whatever reason I thought that the little boy that was in the truck and went into the mine. Was Lucas, which is the older boy, the mm-hmm. the main character of the movie yeah. for the most part. <clears throat> but she clarified it, and then you further said by it said three weeks later. I thought he was small, and then a couple years later, or five years later, or whatever. But yeah. no, it was three weeks later. So that means it was the little boy, which is his brother Aiden, that mm-hmm. was in the truck, and he he was clearly called Aiden. Also, mm-hmm. uh, I just slipped my mind. And he so. said, "I'm going to go pick up Lucas." We'll pick and up he Lucas. said, "Go go pick up Lucas." Yes. So thank you for clarifying that, Brittany. Otherwise, I would have <laughs> sounded pretty stupid, and and Kyle would have lawyered me. But also, it just it put more things into like it just makes more sense. Yeah, that does. way than what it did before. It was like that that whole scene, the beginning scene, made sense to me to be in this. You know, yeah. like I mean they could have been doing something else, but like it kinda just makes you not care for the characters, you know. So yep. it's like, you know you build you build a thing where you care for, for Lucas and the teacher and the sheriff, you yeah. know, like and They got that part done, definitely. I I agree. Uh yeah. What was the other thing? She she made two things make sense to me, and I don't remember what the other one was now. It was at the end of the movie when Oh, yeah, at the end of the movie. Okay, well, let's fucking jump back to it. Okay, so the very last scene of the movie <laughs> is after they've killed the the Wendigo. Mm-hmm. And they've killed the little boy Wendigo. Yeah, little Aiden. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're on the beach, and Lucas is playing in the... Or not beach, whatever that area is called yeah. in, in Oregon, well, British Columbia. but um, And he comes over, and he has mud or something... And she, the main character, main woman, wipes the mud off of, of him, mm-hmm. which is the same mud or whatever that was coming from his brother Aiden's eyes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the very last bit is her brother, the sheriff, coughing, mm-hmm. and he's got it coming from his eyes. I understood him having it, but the mud thing... Um, I was like, how would Lucas have been infected? How was Lucas infected? Yeah. Oh. And Brittany explained that. Because how, how else would, she, would he have had? Because she wiped the mud from his eyes. Well, see, and I, I gather that it was blood, not mud. That blood, was mud, what, it's, it's just a weird color. That's yeah. why I keep calling it mud, I, I guess. I gathered that the sheriff and the little boy had blood coming from their eyes. I thought Lucas just had like a like a smidgen of blood on his by his lip. And okay, she... well that even makes even more sense now. Yeah. So then Lucas does no. This is what it was because she because you said this. Wow, we're we're figuring things out together right now. <laughs> you said the sheriff said to her, or was it the Brittany that said this? Can you kill someone you love? Yeah. It... And that I was like, why is he saying that? That's so weird. Like yeah. And then that's when he starts coughing. But 
he didn't know that he had it at that point. Yeah, exactly. He was just... So they think that Lucas has it because she's... This is what Brittany said. Brittany said... Sorry, I'm all over the place here. Brittany said that she knew that Lucas had it because a statement was, um, I'll keep him for now. Yeah. Talking about the boy because he no longer has a family, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And so then Lucas has it. That's I mean, that's what Brittany and you were assuming. I generally don't think Lucas has it. Is Brittany still awake? No, she's probably definitely went to sleep already. <sighs> she's a quick sleeper. I would love to get Brittany in here to to explain why she. Th- Can I go look? Yeah. <laughs> keep keep talking. So so while he's going to go look, you know Brittany. the movie. The movie's pretty interesting. It's uh. I mean, you can go go and see it and. And, you know, tell us on Instagram, Two Bros in Review, what you think about it is. You know, what your uh, opinion is. But, but here comes Brittany and Nathan. He's, I think Archie's going to bust in the door, too. You are still alive. Okay. Um, does Lucas have it? Is he infected? Yes. Why, how did he get infected? When did he get scratched, bitten, or why do you think Lucas has it? Because when he is at the nurse's office, he has scratches all over his back and they... Ooh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, he does take care of him, so he probably did get scratched up by his dad or his brother. Okay, but that's what leads you to believe that Lucas has it. Yeah. Okay, is it mud or is it blood? That's I don't mud. know. It's look. It's a weird color. It's like a brownish, blackish, but then the little brother has like those blackish, brownish veins all over him before he um, turns. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. We just right. we were yep. trying to figure thank out. Thank you. Like, <laughs> You're welcome. Come on, Arch. It's good having Brittany to verify some things for us. Yes. It's a third person. There you go. That's my wife, Brittany. Is that the first time? No, she was on with. Uh, when we did the podcast in the car back yeah. in Florida, so you, you've heard you've heard you guys have heard her before. Yep, <laughs> this is the first time you've heard her in season two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there we're back on track. Yep. Lucas has it because he was probably scratched. Yeah, we're this is this, this is all this is all opinions. So yeah, this is all section, so. Uh, assumption. Like yeah. it never states how. That's one thing she had a problem with. It never stated how. Yeah, you get infected or how this happens or whatever. And it's what we're assuming is scratch, bitten, whatever. And Lucas does have scratches on him. So there you yeah. go. And then obviously, the sheriff. He got fucking He's lucky he's even alive. Yeah. I don't know how he was. I thought that the second time that fucking. Came through the fucking shed? Yeah. But I mean, he was he got some good jabs in with whatever he was poking him with. I, I, I was like trying to figure out what he had, but. I think it was just like a broken shovel or something. Yeah. That's what it looked like. But, I mean, it was some good jabs. It, that might yeah. be why he was still alive. Because the thing's like, look, okay, I got I got Aiden. I got I got Lucas. Let's roll. Like, yeah. let's get out of here. I'm take these dudes back here and let, so they can watch me feast on a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed quite a bit in this movie. Because they're, like, I don't know. Like, the kid's voice, like, whenever he, like, was like, I'm hungry. It was just like, like, I, I could see, like, why they were trying to, like what they were going for with it, but it just, it just made me laugh. Yeah, I got you. Um, <laughs> I didn't, see, I didn't hear you, I, I heard you chuckle a couple times, but I didn't, I didn't realize you were laughing quite as much as Brittany says that you were. <laughs> I think, I think the one that made me laugh the most was, 
was when the creature turned around with the dad's face yes. like still attached to it. I was just like, what? Like, why? Why are you still wearing its face? Which again reminds me of Leatherface. Yeah. It was like <laughs> fucking I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that was pretty that was pretty odd, but I mean I guess just more grotesque or Yeah. I mean, the, Lucas did say it's, it's still his father. It's just his new father. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, it did not kill Lucas. Like, it killed, you know, the bully. Yeah. And it killed, like, the sheriff. And then it hurt the other sheriff. But I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was just, it made me laugh because he turned around. And I just thought of, like, uh, Buffalo Bill. Yeah. <laughs> like, it puts lotion on the skin. <laughs> uh, this is probably the first movie. It might be just because we were in the theaters, but this is the first movie in a long time that's made me jump. Oh, but yes. it was just like, yeah, yeah, like when he gets the the first sheriff to stand there as soon as he sees Aiden, and I I even said it. I I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. but I knew something was happening. But that I don't know. They they had that set up pretty good. Yeah, because like, it takes a lot to get me to jump. Yeah, and that's what it was because it got quiet and like you're like like. I know this thing's about to jump out, but I don't know from where. And, and it's then, pretty much just a silhouette making yeah, it stand in the yeah. opening of the shed. And then you see this fucking horn come through his chest like, oh, shit. Like, instant death. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. Was. And that's what it was. That's, that's why the sheriff was still alive is because it, like, didn't go straight through like it did for the first Yeah, sheriff. it just swiped him to he the like, side. Yeah, he was like, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but... That I mean that was like the one that made me jump and then, uh, I don't know. You got anything that like that you're thinking of to bring up for him? Because I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. <laughs> I, that's fine, man. That's fine. I always do all the talking, so it's it's fine. I, I got tropes as usual, but we're not to that section yet. Um, kill count. I guess we can slide the kill count in here since we're talking about deaths. I tried to keep track of it. Um, it's not that it was so fast-paced or anything. It's just I, I I was into the movie as much as we're saying it's slow or whatever. I was yeah. still into the movie. So, um, yeah. But I've got six total deaths if you count the Wendigo. Yeah. Um, so, five if you don't. So. Methuler's friend. Yeah, the Methuler's friend definitely died in the beginning. <laughs> the bully. The bully. Yep. Uh, the principal. Principal, social murder, whatever she was. Yep. Uh, the sheriff. The sheriff. Um, and Aiden. Aiden. Yeah. So that's five. five. That's five dead. And then, like I said, if you count the Wendigo, there's six. Yeah, that's... I, I mean, I would... I would count... Like, when I do kill count, I'm counting the main the main killer's count, body count, not the movie count. Oh, well, okay. So but yes... Like so five. five. Well, four, because you're not, because you're not counting when. Yeah, when Felicity she kill... kills Aiden. Look, you remembered her name. No, that's that's her name on the show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I bet I have it at the tropes. Yeah, I'm sure it's in there. I know the sheriff was Paul. Paul. Yeah. Sue me. Sorry. It was a teach because <laughs> they were calling her by her like Miss whatever. Yeah. That's what they were, like, the kids were calling her, and then, yeah. Um, one of the other funny things for me was, uh, so when the kid was, like, I guess fucking, like, making his, his little doll, like, fuck him in the classroom, and then he put it back in the backpack. Uh Uh-huh. 
And then the next see next time you see the kid, the kid like opens his backpack and he's got shit in there. And like he turns around, looks, and Lucas is standing there, and it just the the look on his face was fucking like made me laugh because yep. it was just like, like yeah, got some motherfucker <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean that's where the bully was like actually did physical violence was once Lucas retaliated for something he did to him, but you know that's kind of how it works usually. Yeah. Um. But we talked we talked about it. Cinematography was definitely a plus. I I I think that. What what else do you think is can you say good about the movie? Like the cinematography, yes. The gore was good. Like when it finally got to it, like the gore. I feel like the acting was good. Yeah, the acting was good. The cast yeah. the cast was pretty good. Um The dialogue was decent. Yeah. It was just, you know, that the build up to the fine like to the action. But I mean not all movies have to have action the entire time, so like that's why I can't hate too much. Yeah. You know? We would like them to, but just something more than just drawn out story that we don't see why it's in right yeah. now. Again, maybe it's going to make more sense if there's a second one, but that that's definitely the biggest downfall as far as that goes. And then a few unanswered questions. Like, it's left to our imagination of what... Here we go on the negative training, and I was trying to turn it positive, but... <laughs> um, it's left to the audience to decide what how you're infected by the indigo we're saying infected too it may not even be an infection maybe it, it just jumps from host to host i don't know but that doesn't explain why the boy was getting sick and then yeah. he had the the glowing um yeah indigo inside of him i said yeah. indigo wendigo he yeah. had the host because that's what it was is once i thought my assumption was once the heart was pulled out then that was it yeah. You know, but it was once the heart was pulled out of the creature, then it moves on to this next host. So it might have already had, I want to say, infected Aiden to be the next host once. You know, it's pretty much got a backup plan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. But then what's his backup plan to Aiden? Is it. It was going to be Lucas. Sheriff? Well, now it is. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I think. Is it, Okay, that's the other question. Is it COVID? Or is it the Wendigo? Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to say that at the, in the movie. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> but, I mean, okay, yeah. so we're so, we're not to the rating yet, but the we both agree the acting was all right. I mean, it wasn't nothing like tremendous, but it was good. The dialogue was decent. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue in it, but what was said made sense. It mm-hmm. wasn't again, except for the father stuff. I, I wish they would have left that out. <laughs> Him in um, the attic and stuff? No, just the stuff with the father. Like, oh. there was just too much stuff. No, the, oh, her, the, father. her father. Her yeah, father, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I do, the one thing I did like is since they did incorporate that, I like the fact that she told how he died. Like, she's like, oh yeah, and he he did it to himself. Like, she, like he killed himself. But he, she didn't say that. Like, I see what you're saying. Because I thought that too. I thought she was getting ready to say... Like, he killed himself. But she just said he did it to himself, mm-hmm. and it kind of moved on. Like, you could say that I'm killing myself because I don't spend time with my family or something like that. Yeah. But that's not me actually putting <clears throat> it in my, my heart kind of thing, so. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Okay, well. So, okay. 
So then what it, without giving a rating, let's wait for the rating, but what is your feeling, overall feeling of the movie? Uh, would you, would you recommend someone to go see it? Would you tell somebody, yeah, go check out Antlers? Because that's what we're doing. We're a podcast. Yeah. Again, I, w- that's, that's, I don't want to jump to the rating, but. I but. would recommend going and seeing, seeing it, um, just because like it's. It's a different kind of movie. It's it's different from what you're used to seeing. It. Like you know, like you know, I just feel like it's it's a new era of movie of, of yeah. like thriller or whatever you want to call it. Really, uh, so that's why the supernatural horror. Supernatural movie. horror. So it's kind of like the thing thing of supernatural. Well, that's, that's more sci-fi because that was an alien creature, wasn't it? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. just. I would recommend it, especially if you if you listen to our podcast, then go see it. At least you know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, bring a lot of snacks. <laughs> Brittany and Erica, just to give their opinion, because they were with us. They're not in the room with us, but um, they watched the movie. And I did ask them afterwards. Brittany said it was slow. That was the first thing out of her mouth. And then she said, I really don't know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Erica is about the same. She said it was definitely slow. Um but she thought it was it was interesting. Yep. So there's those two. They both two liked things. it more than the new Halloween. Oh yeah, we all said it was better than Halloween Kills. Yeah. So <laughs> you know. So there you go. If you're if you're deciding what movie to watch next weekend, and it comes down to Antlers or Halloween Kills, go watch Antlers. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely got more uh, more dialogue, and it's it's left to your imagination that this could be a realistic thing. Yeah. you know like i mean yeah it's just the whole the way that they had the old sheriff give the backstory of it yeah made it make sense right to where it was like there's a possibility it's kind of like bigfoot or you yeah. know like so that's that's where i kind of liked the movie because of that gotcha. so i like that okay yeah I'm, I'm a big mythology kind of person so i dig that my favorite scene in the movie yeah is when the sheriff gets the first sheriff gets killed i think i just think like just him going like that was like the biggest reveal of the creep i mean obviously when he jumps out of the tree and attacks the the bully and kills the bully that was when they revealed the creature yeah but i think the way he was revealed after killing the sheriff should have been the first way he was revealed yeah, just because like it was like it was more dramatic and it, like you with a creature like that you want it to be like a dramatic entrance. Before I give my my favorite scene, okay, actually no, I'll give my favorite scene first, and then I got a question for you. Okay, so my favorite scene, I would agree with you because I do like that, and it, like I said, it, it it did actually give me a jump scare. But based off of visuals, what I liked the most was when he was eating the social worker or. The, the principal, whatever, oh, yeah. whatever role she's supposed to be, when she, when it was showing her eating her pull or pulling, pulling flesh off flesh of off. Yeah. Of, yes, that uh, that was that was my favorite scene right there. Yeah. I'm a sick twisted motherfucker. Okay, so <laughs> that brings me to my question. She went to the house. We already discussed that. She left her car out there. Obviously, the police came there. They didn't see her car because the because Lucas covered it up, mm-hmm. right? And I guess it was night, so I, I kind of give him a pass, I guess. Yeah. But the teacher 
who's not a police officer, who's not an investigator, who's not a detective, she goes over to a car that's covered up, pulls it up, and realizes it's the fucking woman's car. I was hoping you were going to ask me this. Okay. Because the when the teacher went over there the first time, yeah. she pulled into that parking spot. Yeah. And got out and, like, stepped in the mud, did the same thing that the principal did. Yeah. Well, when she went over there the second time, she couldn't pull into that well, spot. Okay, I understand why she saw the yeah. car. What why, I'm saying, why no one else seen it? Why the police, you know, the people that are supposed to be looking for those kind of things? Yeah. The only thing that you, you could argue is it was dark. Yeah, that's what I was And saying. there's other cars out there, yeah. which are probably all victims that we didn't see before. But <laughs> But yeah, that's, that's what I gathered was because she had already been there and... The car was parked in the spot she parked in, like... Gotcha. How to, they didn't really give a a timeline of how long it was since then and there or whatever. So it was like a day or two. So. Gotcha. Speaking of day or two timeline stuff, I pulled out my phone and I was going to take a note. And then I started to... I erased it because I think I answered my own question. But I'll still... I'll go with it and I'll see if you think the same thing. So after they leave the old sheriff, the Native American who explains mm-hmm. the when to go... It's daylight there. At the very worst, it's sunset. The sun is going down, but there's still daylight. When he gets the call to go to the tracks, it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Like pitch black nighttime. Like yeah. we're talking one, two, three o'clock in the morning. So how fucking far is it from this old or this Native mm-hmm. American yeah. house to these tracks? And it can't be that far from the main town because that's where the boy was walking home yeah. from school. So the reason I stopped, it was like, okay. It's very possible that this Native American lives way, way, way from town. He retired. Right. That's... So, I stopped with that question. But, uh, if that's not the answer, what the fuck happened to time? <laughs> yeah. I feel like he just lived far away from okay, there. Yeah, that's that's why I raised the question, but I wanted to bring it up. So Another, another thing that I, like, it's kind of, it don't really have to do with time, but it has to do with weather. Mm-hmm. So, when the... I keep calling him the creature. What is it called again? Wendigo. The Wendigo attacks the sheriffs in the shed and takes Aiden and... and uh, Lucas? Lucas. It doesn't take him. Like, they go with him. It's like, you know, it's night. It's, you know, kind of a... Without the killing, it's a peaceful night. Well, but, then, but then when they go and find... Go to... Uh, the, the mine. The mine is pouring down rain. <laughs> like oh. I just, as a trope, I just was laughing. Like, like, oh god! Of course they had to add the rain to it. Yeah. Like, but yeah, that's that was what I like. There's like things like that that I wouldn't have used. I didn't used to laugh or think into. But now, you... but now because <laughs> I'm of, sorry because of us doing the review, <laughs> it just makes me think more into it. Which yeah. is, it's a good thing. It kind of gives you a, another angle to view movies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I hope all of our listeners are. Are starting to have that that happen to them too. Yeah, hollering trope. There it is, and we were. We um, there was somebody. I I couldn't tell where they were in the movie theater, but they had not learned how to use a like a quiet voice. They were just talking loud, and I was just like, I wanted to throw. I didn't hear. I didn't hear you talking, but I heard like Mm -hmm. the whole time, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. All right. Oh, favorite line. I don't really remember. Any. I I had one. I wish I would have wrote. Uh, I wish I would have wrote it down because I don't remember it now. If I watch it back again, I'll be like, oh yeah, that was it. Um, but it was kind of, kind of comedical or comical. 
Um, I do have a line in the in the tropes um, that I'll get to. But when, uh, again, the Native American former sheriff is talking about the Wendigo, um, the new sheriff, uh, Paul, Paul, thank you, he says, but that's a myth or something dismissive, mm -hmm. right? And very nonchalantly, perfect timing to you it is, mm -hmm. is what the, yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll, I'll have that as my backup because I can't remember the one I had, but. Yeah, I can't remember any, like, famous, any lines from the movie, but, I mean, it, it's probably, like, I'd say the fun, like, my, the line I remember the most would be, like, you know, um, when he's, like, talking, when the bully's, like, like, oh, what, are you going back to your house with your family that are all addicted to drugs or something like that? Oh, and, yeah. And then, like, the fucking oh, Wendigo fucker. jumps out of the tree like a fucking spider monkey. <laughs> Then you see the kid running away while the bully's just getting killed. Like, it's, like, that's a good scene right there. See, that, yes, I agree. It is a good scene. But it could have been better if they would have taken away some of the other long, drawn-out stuff and shown more of the bully getting ripped apart and the flesh coming off of his bone yeah. and that kind of thing. But I'm, I'm wondering if they tried to keep that out because it was supposed to be a kid, you know? Probably. Just like when Aiden got stabbed and stuff. Like, it just showed him, like, nah. Yes, like, doing the voice thing. Making that weird noise. Yes. But. Okay. Fair enough. That's a trope also. I have that. We'll get to it. I mean, wait, I, are you ready? You want to just get the tropes? Yeah, let's do it. Here you know what time it is. Trope. Is. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one. You can never have sex. <laughs> Alright, so we've talked about tropes this whole time. It's kind of our thing. <laughs> um, a lot of these ones that I've got are going to be referring to the trailer. Because it is a, a, a newer movie. So I watched two or three of the trailers before even going to see the movie. Just to and, I, and I got some tropes out of that, so I got that thing. Um, nothing is scarier. Okay, that's the name of the trope. This is a horror trope where fear isn't induced by a traumatic visual element or by a physical threat, but by the sole lack of an event. So the whole beginning of this movie. No. <laughs> um, when properly done, it can result in terrifying moments. It does, it does so for one simple reason. The creator refuses to show us what's causing this horror, but we desperately wish to know. So imagination fills in the blanks in our minds provide the content. Yeah using what the individual considers scary. If it often has to do with where the events are happening, generally because said place is inherently scary, but sometimes merely because of the way it is filmed or described. Antlers does this more so with this teaser trailer, like I said. Mm -hmm. We don't see the threat that exists in the film until the last shot of the trailer, which, is fe uh, which features a terrifying creature, which is still mostly hidden in the shadows. Yeah, I mean, so, that's that's a good way to do trailers, really. It is. You know? It is. Like, you don't want to reveal the fucking, the biggest, like, that's a big reveal. Yeah, you know? agreed. The the trailer, I think, was a little over two minutes, to two minutes, 40 seconds, maybe. Mm -hmm. And for the first two minutes, 30 seconds, there was no dialogue whatsoever. It's just the intense sounds. and yeah. So, nothing is scarier. Um Next one, this is reality. So one character tells another 
this this is reality. This is not a movie. You've heard that, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, or any variation, therefore, in order to get them to divorce themselves from an unrealistic notion. Uh, it's kind of verging on the, breaking the fourth wall. Like, Deadpool does it a lot, actually. Yeah. I think he might say, this isn't a movie. And then, anyways. Um, if they know their whole world wasn't real, um, But it's kind of like breaking the fourth wall if they knew the whole world wasn't a reality. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was saying it like Deadpool does. Um, in Antlers, Meadows, that is... Um, the last name of the lead female, which I can't remember her damn name. And Julia. Yes! Julia. Jul I don't know why it just came to me. Yes. Okay, so Julia is the lead female, and then Paul is her brother. Their last name is Meadows. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Meadows obje um, objects to the idea of the killer being a Wendigo and gets somewhat comical response from Lucas Weaver. That's the line I was saying. Um, he says, excuse me, this is a myth. And then, um, he says, well, for you, yeah. Yeah. For you it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, this is reality. Yeah. As so, you're, as you're describing what the trope was, I was just picturing that scene, like, oh yeah, that's, that's a, that's definitely a trope. And this is kind of piggybacking off of the nothing is scarier. Uh, I mentioned it there towards the end. Silence is golden. So sometimes silence creates just the right atmosphere. Whether it be to give an audience a break from annoying character, um, which we could have used. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We could use that in a lot of a lot of other movies also. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe it's just a somber moment in the story, or it could be something, um, or it could be going back to the trope. Nothing is scarier, like yeah. I said, I alluded to already. Uh, whatever it may be, silence is sometimes the best route to take. Going back to the trailer for Antlers, the second trailer has zero dialogue with intense music, like I literally just stated, and sound effects up until the final few seconds when Lucas's voice echoes, Daddy. Mm -hmm. That's not Lucas's voice. That's Aiden's, because Aiden's a Yeah, see, I got it mixed up. Yeah. I keep thinking that Aiden, or Lucas was the little boy in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So when his voice echoes, Daddy. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's all it is on yeah. the trailer. <laughs> this line is another trope called the Wham Line. I don't think I've ever covered the Wham Line. Wham line is a line of dialogue that radically alters a scene. So you watch that whole trailer, or in a movie, it would be a whole scene or whatever, and then hit you with a line like that. It's like, that's not at all what I fucking expected. So <laughs> yeah. that's the wham line. Would hurt a child. So you mentioned this, mm -hmm. and I just get, kind of got my mouth shut. <clears throat> Most fiction heroes and villains agree to spare children. Okay, mm -hmm. most of the movies that we, we watch, you don't see kids getting killed, and there's a reason for it. Very rarely do we see a child killed or even hurt in these types of movies or stories. However, on the occasion it happens, this trope is known as would hurt a child. In Antlers, one of the windows of, vic window, one of, the windows of victims is Clint, mm -hmm. who appears to be um, in his early teens. However, would still be considered a child. Yeah, he's a bully. So he does die. We know he dies. Mm -hmm. I wish there was a more emphasis on his death, but... But that's why I think... That, like, they wouldn't hurt a child, but if they do, they're not going to show you why, like, how, yeah, how it goes down. Like, yeah. I think that's, that's a fair assumption of what, why they didn't do that, but... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it might have also been rating-wise, too. Yeah. To keep it rated R, mm -hmm. it might have been more if they showed a kid getting disavowed yeah. or something. Exactly. Um, and then lastly, because I said I'm keeping it to five tropes per week... We've got Asshole Victim. We've had this one in the past, and you already know who it is. Um, but just in case anybody forgets, 
asshole victim is when a member of the audience um as no, not, not the, the audience not asshole as a member of the audience we lose sympathy for a character mm-hmm. um because of something they've done or whatnot uh they become an asshole so when they become the victim it's almost deserving yeah. who is the asshole victim well am I, I know who what who you're referring to mm-hmm. but uh like i also feel like the meth dealer the the people doing the meth is an asshole victim too like i like i said i lost him i lost i was like yeah. you know i don't care I about them but we're talking about the bully. <laughs> yep, Clint. Yeah, Clint. Clint would be the asshole in this case, as he's seen bullying and making fun of Lucas. Um, no, no more bullying when the Wendigo appears, though. Yeah. No. So he was begging Lucas to help him. <laughs> but yeah, I agree that the the meth heads, the meth dealers. I mean, for one, just because they're fucking making meth, and and two, because he's left his little boy out there in the truck while he's fucking doing it. Exactly. I know he's. There's two ways to look at it. He's, he's keeping him outside. Trying to, that, and he's trying to make a living by doing it. But I'm, I'm with you. He's an asshole too. So, uh, the sheriff, Paul stated the sheriff Paul. That's what I'm calling him, Sheriff Paul. Yeah. He stated to to her. He's like, I busted him for for dealing and all this stuff before, but yeah. child services won't like somehow see him fit. So child services asshole asshole victim too. If they yeah. well, they weren't a victim, but they, okay, they, they were. They, yeah, the work cut out for him with Lucas after this. <laughs> but that's the five that I've got for you guys this week. Nothing is scarier. This is reality. Silence is golden. Would hurt a child. Asshole victim. And then the bonus wham line. So make sure you let us know on Instagram under the cover edit that will be posted here within the next week. Or just message us either or. But let us know if there's any other tropes that, that you picked up on. Um, that I didn't mention, or that we didn't mention throughout the podcast, like, or that we didn't, yeah, we mentioned a lot through the podcast too, so. because we know what tropes are, and like, it's just it's easier to talk about them when we're talking about them than to wait until the trope section. <laughs> like, I think it's we're hammering tropes into you guys, and I think it's time you guys start hammering hammering some into us. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to say it's officially been a year since we've been doing this we took a few months off or whatever but it's been a year since i introduced you to what a trope was mm-hmm. and now you're full on you know fucking tropes yeah. and i still to this day love it <laughs> so I, i'm hoping they have the same effect on our listeners yeah let yeah. us let us know uh on any of our posts on instagram any of them yeah. and then or direct message us or you know leave a review on apple podcasts let us know like uh your favorite trope or if we've if our podcast has done to you what it's done to me yep. like making you actually we'll, point out tropes in movies we'll definitely start giving that a shout out if yeah. you guys are going to start being interactive and stuff with us um yeah the more interactive you get with our instagram we were up to 103 followers now 103 Woo-hoo. which speaking of that <laughs> well let, let's let's segue out of that for a second okay okay um the more you interact with us, the more we'll interact with you. Yes, there that's could, what we want. You know, like, uh, there could be giveaways, things like that. Like, we're not going to get into too much detail until we get a little bit of interaction out of you guys. Um, you know, we're not, I guess, like, it sounds like we're begging them for interaction. But we just we just want to hear from you guys because we want to know uh, what you Hey, think. I ain't too proud to beg. I'll beg for interaction. Let's do it. <laughs> I just want I just want to hear from them. I just, you know, yes. like, I think it's it's good to... Have an audience and be able to communicate with them. You know what they want to hear from us, though? Before we get too deep in here, we got to give them what they want to hear. And that is the Five Knives rating. Okay. Five Knives rating? 
All right, you go first this time. Cause I'm I going first, first this week. time. Okay. I'm going to break it down like this. I'm going to lump acting and dialogue together. Okay. I think those two deserve a one. I think they're par. They're not great, but they're not they're not yeah. below good either. So I'm going to give a one knife right there. Okay. I'm going to give it one and a half knives for the cinematography. Okay. I want to give it a full two, but I feel like that's that's not fair. <laughs> I don't know why it's not fair though. Fuck it. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna give it a two for cinematography. Okay. So we're up to three now. We got dialogue, acting, cinematography. Total three knives. The long drawn outness took me out of it a little bit, but I was still intrigued. Okay. So instead of taking away points, I'm just not gonna give it any at all. Okay. So I'm at three with that. The gore and everything, I liked the gore. But that's where I'm gonna take it away. I'm not going to give it anything for gore because it took too long to get to it. Okay. So I'm just going to leave it at a three. Three knives from your boy, Nate. Okay. Well, I'm kind of like the, I guess, the dickhead raider uh, guy on the podcast here, I guess. It's not uh, me. I was with you until you got to the cinematography, which I'm actually, like, complete opposite. So okay. for dialogue and acting... I'm giving it a 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5, okay. But for the cinematography, like, when you said you were going to give it a 1.5, I was, like, thinking in my head, like, what? Because yeah. I'm, gi- I'm giving it a 2. Because, okay. because okay. I think that it, it, you know, like, I think with each with each rating, like, each one that you give it a, a 0.4, it has to, like, the highest you can give it is a 2. Unless it's, like, fucking phenomenal. Right. Whereas this wasn't phenomenal because, you know, there was... You know, just some things missing for me. Okay. So, like, I'm at, like, a a 2.5 right now. Um, for gore, I would normally give it a 1 or a 2. This one could get a 2. But because it took so long to get to the gore, okay, same, same it's, it's going to get a 0. 0.5. Oh, so you're giving a point still, okay? Yes. So we're up to 3 also. Yeah. And then uh, for... I think that I'm going to leave it at a three. I was thinking about giving it like another like point or two, but it really, I think it should stay at a three for me just because like there wasn't, there wasn't enough to, to go off of to give it more points. And like, and I laughed at a movie that's not supposed to make you laugh. Yeah, so. that's all right. <laughs> I, I think we've said it, we've said it a lot, but the, slowness and how long it took to get to everything was detrimental to it getting a higher score but that gives it a total combined my three and your three six and i'm glad because i thought for a second that it was going to get a lower score than halloween kills and then i was going to be no because it was not a better it was not a worse movie than halloween kills no it had better dialogue better <laughs> better acting we know. gave we gave halloween kills a five right yeah i think so like we both said two and a half Yep, that's right. So we both gave this one a half more. Woo, this rating's gonna get... I think I read some... sticky. I think I read somewhere that Jamie Lee Curtis got nominated for an award for Halloween Kills. And I'm like, she was in a bed the entire time. What the fuck? Like, 
she hopefully, hopefully she got nominated for like most annoying actress. I don't know. I'm, I apologize. I like Jamie Lee Curtis, but yeah, I've never been that big of a fan of her. But that's okay. <laughs> but back to Antlers. Uh, you six in the books. A six in the books. Six uh, out of ten still ain't bad. You guys, this is a bonus episode, so you guys are like, you know, that's two in one month. I was gonna tell Nate that I think we should do one bonus mo- episode a month, but. You know, fuck it. We're going to give you two. I I feel like we should, whenever we feel froggy, whenever, if you come to me and say, hey man, I, I want to go see this movie, let's do a bonus episode. Unless, mm-hmm. unless I have some reason that I can't, I, I, I'm going to say, yeah, let's do it. The more the more episodes we put out, the better for them. Yeah. yeah. If you guys, so. uh, if there's a movie coming up that you want us to review, uh, direct message us to Rosen Review on Instagram, let us know. That is the only criteria I think we should stick to, though, for bonuses. It has to be a new release. Yes. It can't oh, yeah. be an older movie. No, it's only new releases for bonus episodes. Doesn't have to be horror. Yeah. But it has to be new. Okay. I'm sorry. Cut off. I cut you off again. Hit him with what you're about to say. I'll just let him know. Let If they have uh, new releases coming out that they think we should review, they need to message us and let us know about it. Um, speaking of Instagram... I'm going to segue quickly right back into what we were talking about yes. earlier. We officially hit 100 plus followers, 103 to be exact. So thank you to our new followers and our old followers. We appreciate everything you do. Uh, what we what have we been saying since day one that we're going to do once we get to 100 followers? Uh, we were going to pack it up and stop doing reviews, I believe. Nope, that's not what it is. That's we're actually. We're actually going to do a live reaction video Saturday. Yeah, that's it. That's what we're just going to do a live reaction. Yes. Nothing else. We're not doing. <laughs> we're not doing anything else. We are going to go live on our Instagram, the so one that much. I'm trying to beat into your guys' head. Two bros in a review. Two bros in a review, baby. So, we're going to go live, and while we're reviewing, drumroll, Saul. Yeah, that's right. We're reviewing Saul. Well, live, we're reviewing it on Saturday while we are doing a hot sauce challenge. <sighs> yes. The audio that is going to go into Spotify and everything will still go live on Monday for At you to noon, listen to. Eastern. Yes. But you can see us live on Instagram doing the review while doing the hot sauce challenge. So. Let me, let me break it down just a little bit. We're going to have segments, okay? We got, of course, the intro. That's not necessarily a segment because um, we got it pre-recorded. Let's, let's not lie. The intro is pre-recorded, guys. But the first segment that's not pre-recorded and will be live is This Week in Movie News. Mm-hmm. So for that segment, we're going to be eating some hot sauce that's in front of us. Yep. I mean, you can talk offline. I think we should mix it up and not know what sauce we're dipping in. But we'll talk later. But for segment one, This Week in News... We'll have that hot sauce, and we need, we need to eat at least, I, I, I say, at least one wing. Yeah. <laughs> Segment two is is the facts. So we're going to have a new hot sauce for facts, facts that we yeah. don't be eating. Again, I think at least one wing. Segment three will be opinions. Segment four, tropes. And then the last segment is us probably vomiting and telling y'all to, to come follow us. Yeah. But that will be the fifth segment for the fifth hot sauce that we got to try. Yep, and we are doing that because we are true to our word, and once we get to 100 followers, we're doing that. Yep. We're only doing this once. One time. Never again. Never again. 
we might think of something to do when we get to 200. <laughs> you know, we're just doing this for you guys. Uh, are you going to post the video to the YouTube? Yes, it will be posted at a later date. I'm not going to say it will be the next day or anything. Yeah. But it will be posted to the Two Brothers in Review YouTube. All and right. it will be the first video that goes up there. And then after that, I will post anytime we do a, a live reaction um okay awesome yeah so this might very well be the last time that we do the podcast in the office we might have a whole new podcast set up down we're the not going to do live reactions every week we're going to do videos we we weren't going to do it every week we were just going to do it like special occasions you're wanting to do it every week like every week live not live. I'm just saying, like a YouTube, oh, video, a oh, YouTube okay. video. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is what we do, guys. We talk on air to figure yeah. out. <laughs> That's what you want. You guys want to hear us BS, and like you know, we're just brothers figuring it out with you guys. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, and so so tomorrow. Oh, it's Friday. This is dropping as soon as we get finished with this. I'm I'm hitting publish, so it's going to be available. Um. It's now actually Saturday. We watched the movie on Friday the 29th. It is now October 30th, Saturday. So this will be live as soon as it's done. Saul, we're watching it today as well, together. Yeah. Um, with Jordan. Jordan's in, in going to be involved too. Happy late birthday, Jordan. I'll give you a shout out. Yeah, um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my birthday gift to him, though, is <laughs> making him eat a bunch of hot shit. Um, but yeah, we're going to watch Saul today. Right around 6 p.m.-ish is what we talked about. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we'll be able to have the uh, the chicken wings and hot sauce prepared and go live on Instagram at 8.30. That is the timeline that I would like to stick with. Yeah. Live on Instagram, two bros in a review. <laughs> don't get it twisted. We're, we are, don't get it confused. The podcast, when you search for it, is two brothers in a review, but the Instagram is two, two bros in a review. And it is to Brothers in a Review on Apple Podcasts. That is your purple icon on your Apple device. Uh, you know, whether it's an iPhone, iMac, iBook, iPod, whatever it is. If it's a purple icon with the little radio frequency thing. You just type in two Brothers in a Review. You give us five-star rating. And then you just leave a, a comment, you know, like, you guys are hilarious. Uh, the hot sauce probably wasn't that hot. You know, whatever you want to say. Just Bullshit. <laughs> Some of them aren't. I got, yeah, I got Texas Pete. I put Texas Pete on everything. That ain't that hot, but I got it. But I also got something else that's 2 million on the Scoville charts. So, let's not say it's not that hot. Yeah. Let's try me, people. <laughs> but you can say it because yeah, we want it. you to, you know, leave the review. Absolutely. Uh, you, you review the reviewers. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's kind of all I have for, for them, for, you know, kind of yep. um, promoting our our the two bros in a review stuff. We were so hyped the last episode, we forgot to remind them where they can listen. I mean, if they're a, a continued listener, they obviously know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. And it's every Monday now. Season one was Saturday. It is season two. We are doing it every Monday, and it's still dropping at noon. We forgot that last podcast. I apologize, but I'm here to, to apologize and tell you the time now. And that is every Monday at noon. That is our scheduled podcast. If we yes. do a bonus podcast, we're going to watch the movie, do the podcast, yeah. publish it. Yep. So that's what you're listening to right now is watch, 
Rev watch, review, publish kind of thing. So thank thanks for tuning in to Antlers. <laughs> uh, you want to give a shout-out to, to who we normally give the shout-outs to? Yeah. Um, they've done a little little hot sauce kind of thing <laughs> of their own. We did Actually, we did one with them. Yeah. Um, but Truth or dab, right? Yep. If you <laughs> want to know what we're talking about, go uh, type in TRG Network. Those random guys on the, the old YouTube machines, um, they're also on our podcasts and, and other places that you can li listen to podcasts. Uh, but I watch their shows every Tuesday on YouTube, those random guys, TRG Network. They do gaming and stuff on Saturdays and other days. They do. They got the shorts going on. They're doing. They're putting a lot of work, so please yeah. go support those guys. That's our brother, Corey, our brother from another mother, Tommy, down there in Florida, like I said, putting in work. An occasional Devin and Eduardo, you know. Yeah. We gotta, you got to mention the whole gang. So, uh, TRG Network, those random guys, definitely go give them, you know, some love. Subscribe, hit the bell button, what it, you know, whatever they do on the YouTubes. <laughs> uh, subscribe, like, and, and uh, hit the bell notification. Yeah, and it is officially Saturday, October 30th when you're listening. And it's going to be October 30th when this goes live. Um... That means the snow's gonna be coming. So when the snow comes, you're gonna see more videos from my YouTube channel, KW Snow. It's Kyle Webb Snow, just just the initials snow. Uh, we're gonna be doing a lot of snowboarding this this winter. We're going to uh, Timberline, West Virginia, in December. We're gonna to go to Perfect North like every Thursday. So just you know, go check that out. There's a couple videos on there from last year, and. Uh, you know, uh, get, follow or subscribe and hit the bell. <laughs> yep, same thing for me on, on YouTube. Not same as far as snow goes, but I've got the High Society Productions on YouTube. Go make sure you check that out. All my other things I got going on are linked there as well. Mm -hmm. um, the Two Brothers in Review channel that I've started doesn't have anything on it yet, but it will be linked there as well. Um, but High Society Productions is the main channel. Go check it out. Same thing as high, high Society Productions gameplay, which we're not getting any of our uh, Sea of Thieves gameplay in this weekend because um, yeah, I'm staying up in your direction. My Xbox is at home. So no streaming this weekend, but maybe I'll make up for it. Yep, definitely. I mean, we play every night anyway, so we might as well. <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, that's really all that I have. Uh, King of the Plaza was a success. We had probably about 100 plus, 100 plus people. It was pretty fun. I've heard a lot of good feedback from it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to plug my buddy Mike. Uh, he makes videos. Uh, it's Atkins Diet 5 on YouTube. His name is Mike Atkins, so his thing is Atkins Diet. He did film and edit for King of the Plaza, like his version of everything. And then he's uh, he did fi uh, tricks, tricks for sticker packs. And then tomorrow on Halloween, Sunday, he's going to be dropping our... Uh, our Halloween montage that we did at the Centerville Park. So, Atkins Diet Films 5. Give is, him a... Is that the cat that I moved his GoPro? Cause, yes. Okay. My bad, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you another apology. Uh, but the guy said, hey, move that tripod. And I didn't want your tripod to get taken out. So, I moved. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's protecting the equipment for you, Mike. <laughs> uh, I got to give one more shout out, too. Um, don't always do this, but I feel the need to. My lovely, beautiful, amazing wife, Erica. She tags along with us for this um to go watch movies and stuff but she's also putting in work with her company rich lily designs uh, if you got a facebook right now check it out on facebook 
Uh, again, rich Lily designs. She She's can pretty much, it. yes, she's killing it. Um, she can pretty much make you anything you want and put it on anything you want. Shirts, hoodies, cups, tumblers, flags, you name it. She can do it. Just uh, check her out. It's Halloween season. She's putting out a bunch of Halloween mm -hmm. merch, but she can do everything. NFL teams, uh, college, everything. She Everything your little heart can can desire. Hit her up. Rich sure. Lily Designs. She Rich Lily Designs will probably be making some of the stuff that we do for giveaways whenever we get to that. 100. 100. Yeah. <laughs> when we get to that point in the podcast, you know, that's that's what's going to happen. And she's going to make all our merch, our merch too. Yeah. The Trope so. Therity shirts and everything else we got. So be on the lookout for that and everything else. Um, that is all that I have. That's all I got for you too. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry, I, was, I had a brain fart for a second there. Uh, I'm Kyle Webb. I'm his brother Nathan Webb. And you just listened to season two of our podcast. Two brothers and a review. Thank you guys. T until next time. I'm not looking forward to this hot sauce thing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to burn. <laughs> can we back out? No, we don't do that. <laughs>